0: Hello and welcome to Foul Papers, which is uh, what we're now calling this. Um, I, quite, I, I quite like it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, sorry we've been away for a few uh, days, uh, weeks really. I think. I think weeks. Only, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's been about three weeks.
1: Um, we've been busy boys.
0: Yeah. Well, you have. You've had your feet done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All of them. All of them. All of them. So are, are you down to two now, yeah. You're
0: looking trim. <laughs> <laughs> Without I'm really I'm really cutting down on shoes as well now. Surplus feet. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, we've been thinking sort of how to change the podcast uh, a little bit.
1: So we've um, we've changed the name and nothing else, and that's all we're going to do.
0: Yeah, we really felt all the changes needed to be superficial as yeah. opposed to you know foundation work. Um, well, well
1: we, s- we sound a little bit better now. Well, we should.
0: Um, I'd like any feedback if... Uh, well, no, I wouldn't like feedback. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was one of the reasons why we changed the sound. Uh, but no, we've got um, a mixer now. We should be sounding about um, £60 better. I, d- I don't want to flash. No, you know?
1: so. A wise, a wise investment. Yeah. Will it make me funnier? It
0: was made in three three installments of twenty pounds, <laughs> just to make it a bit more real. For
1: people. Is 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 there a dial over there that makes me funnier? Uh,
0: yeah, I've got you turned right up. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, that's good. Yeah, what a yeah. funny. So th- I mean, uh, that was twenty quid of it, really. It was a special <laughs> little funny dial for you. Um, and I have, I've actually turned mine down because I think I was getting too overshadowing. Much. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I think we might talk at the end a little bit about uh, stuff we've got planned because we don't we want to get away from the. Um,
1: Dichotomy
0: of Shakespeare mm. and then pratting around.
1: Well, we've got some. We've got some good ideas. We had a. We had a think and a chat and a curry.
0: Yeah, let's, yeah we did have a great yeah, curry. curry. So um, we'll we'll talk about the end. Why don't you tell me about your week? Tell me one great thing that happened this week, and you can't uh, use us going out for dinner and a
1: curry. Pretty great. Um, I went to space.
0: You went into space. I went to
1: space, and you you <laughs> prove <laughs> prove me wrong. Prove otherwise.
0: I assume you meant the club. Yes. Was that what you, what club space? Had? Oh, I, I didn't know you were into the club scene.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, what ev- your, every night what's can't your, be stopped.
0: Uh, clubbing gear.
1: Um, have you seen? I'm um
0: takes you in a shell suit. with Have your you, seen, sad, seven have you leg- seen Saturday Night Fever? Y-
1: oh, really? Nothing like that. Her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a much more cultural uh, week. Why did you do this? Oh, you went to see Miss Saigon, didn't you? I did. I love
0: that show. I, I know. Love, love it's love all that you. Show. It's all you
1: ever talk about
0: posters on the wall as you can see yeah. um i i must have been upwards of um 50 times really true. yeah yeah have
1: you ever been i've, I've never seen miss saigon
0: right so d- do you know the setup should i tell you quickly about it no lay on me so it's like the vietnam war but without all of the stuff that you're not really that fussed about
1: right? oh so like you know the war and the human the truth and yeah,
0: yeah 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 instead it really focuses on the romance oh that's all i've ever great, wanted great great songs <laughs> there's um the uh the lead song is uh Napalm keeps falling on my head. That's,
1: that's not Miss Saigon, is but it? But dead kids
0: are boring. Here's a love story instead.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, Mate, yeah. it's,
0: it's, it's just a treat for the whole family, really. Are
1: you sure this was Miss Saigon you went
0: to see? Oh, yeah. Where, yeah. Did, where did you see it? That is absolutely what the producers of Miss Saigon were thinking. <laughs> where did you see this show? Sure. Um, they put it on. It was just in the uh, just in the back of the pub round from where I am.
1: Oh, okay. Was yeah. it a one one man performance of?
0: Oh no, full cast. Full, full cast. Full, yeah, co- full, full costume yeah, department. As well. Huge, huge production budget. Wow. Yeah. Honestly, quit clubbing and go and go and <laughs> get get yourself to go and see it. But I'm not going to go with you because you'll spoil it for me. <laughs> um, it's just been Halloween. We were going to record on Halloween. We're, we didn't. Um, happy All Saints Day. Happy All Saints Day. Um, but unfortunately, because we were going to record on Halloween, I've got loads of Halloween stuff planned. So you're just going to have to deal with that.
1: But I'm wearing I'm wearing my, my All Saints Day costume. Take it off.
0: <laughs> Actually, leave it on. <laughs> um, So here's a Halloween literary costume quiz. Oh. So um, I don't want you to take it very seriously. It's true or false. Okay. True or false. Marcel Proust was the first major author to go to a Halloween party dressed as a slutty cat. True. It was false. Oh, he I actually went as a slutty moth. <laughs>
1: what does um, a, a slutty moth costume look like?
0: I don't know. I've, on- I've only ever seen a real slutty moth. <laughs> I've never seen it as a costume. You know those moths where you can just tell that? Uh, right off the bat, I know two things about you. One, you're a moth. Two, you're a whore. <laughs> um, uh, so you didn't get that one. Question two. Edgar Allan Poe, Loved Halloween as as you could probably guess. Yeah. Um. And every year he strapped on a big fake nose and <coughs> a bag of letters and went as Edgar Allan Postman
1: Pat. <laughs> he um, I think he he, he created Postman Pat. Didn't oh he? yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 What do you think um, <laughs> what do you think Edgar Allan Poe's Postman Pat theme tune would sound like? Um. Oh shit. Postman Pat,
0: Postman Pat, Postman Pat, <laughs> and his bloody dead wife. <laughs> I've got that one right though. I've done too much singing already this
1: episode. Is this so that, that that's 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 true? That one.
0: Uh, y- um, <coughs> y- let's say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as a um, as a side note, would you have found it funnier if I said Edgar Allan Poe wrapped himself in a thick white shag carpet and went as Edgar Allan Polar Bear? Clearly
1: not. I think you um I think you might have blown your ward on uh, the um yeah. the postman See, pat joke. Yeah, I really didn't though.
0: think you'd find postman pat very funny. It's nothing so funnier to me than postman pat. I wrote lots of backups. <laughs> I'll remember that. There was one more. Edgar Allan Poe put a saddle on his back and a, a little apple in his mouth and went as uh, Edgar Allan Pony rides. <laughs> okay, that was pretty good. Okay. Um, question three: Robert Louis Stevenson never went out for Halloween. Instead, he dressed up as a fox and stayed in. An her in his house all night pretending to be a fox.
1: <laughs> true
0: yeah it was true well done brilliant I think that's two for three two for three two for three okay um, right what's next have you got anything you want to um,
1: uh, do I win anything for that
0: uh, yeah let's say I don't know uh, some, some quid would you like some quid oh, I'll have some quid I'll give you some quid brilliant you know how we t- we've talked in the past I think on the podcast. We have talked in the past. <laughs> we've talked more like this than we've actually talked in real life. I think probably. I think that's right.
1: Do you reckon? I think I think that's <clears throat> that's quite good though, because we keep I finding think that
0: we... long curry actually up the average.
1: <laughs> but we've also um we've also discovered some things about each other on this podcast that I think has added to sort of naturalistic feel. Yeah. Like yeah, it turns out you true. you really do hate a lot of things that I really enjoy, and vice versa.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and uh, I didn't realise all of your medical um, uh, issues. Like, those all those... Yeah, well, you've... Uh, I've, 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 I've taken you table, through, I, I, I've never seen your leg. <laughs> I didn't know how many legs you had.
1: That, well that, Why do you think I always told you to turn the lights off before I stood up and left? I oh, see, I never really thought about that. Yeah. You sort of thought on it was one of my weird, weird foibles. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I'm not sure if this... You've got loads of extra feet material. It's it's, it's going <laughs> to last.
1: <laughs> do you want to just axe that one now? Before yeah, will just, we'll just axe worse. that one. Okay. Um, like all of my feet.
0: You keep re- resurrecting it. Um, we uh, have talked in the past on the podcast, which we then deleted, and we've talked a little bit off podcast mm-hmm. about your experience because you've worked quite a lot in
1: literary festivals. Mm. We said um we said hello to each other a couple of times as well. We have yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
0: No, I, I'm talking specifically specifically about literary festivals now. Okay. Not just us. The conversations <laughs> we've had.
1: I think I think maybe about twenty percent of our total conversation has been about literary festivals.
0: Yeah, and you've got some horror stories.
1: I do, which be are honest, all in the bank.
0: Yeah, and we're, we're not quite sure if we can use them.
1: Either they need a, a serious rewrite, mm. or we just tell the stories.
0: Okay, well, as someone who's never worked at a literary festival, and never will, okay. just as a matter of principle.
1: Is this is is this going to be after what you're about to do? Y- uh, as well, a consequence <laughs> of what's about to happen?
0: Yeah, I don't think it was on the cards anyway, to be honest. But um, yeah, yeah. I thought this might give us some, um, like, starting, I don't know, a start point for talking about literary festival stuff that we're not allowed to talk about. Okay. Maybe this is a way around it. Maybe this is just, it's going to fall flat on its face. I'm very interested. It's not going to work at all. So it's a story about one of my experiences at a literary festival. Going back a bit, actually, it's about 10 years. I was just a wee lad. Um, Okay. But I went to Hay-on-Wye. Oh, okay. Have you heard of Hay-on-Wye?
1: I have heard of it, but I've never been.
0: No, it's there's a lot of hay, but not not a lot. Not of not I not know. any way. Not not enough. Why I would say. Okay. Um. So I was there. I went to see um. Uh Stephen Hawking. Okay. Uh, he was giving a talk.
1: Uh rest in re- rest in peace Stephen Hawking.
0: Yeah, although actually he wasn't giving a talk. His his chair <laughs> was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good literary festival joke. Well done.
0: Thanks. Well, as my um. Uh, old aunt used to say, Ash, speak ill of the dead. <laughs> um, God rest our soul, the fat slug. Um, so he's, his chair's giving a talk and everyone's like really, really into it. He's the, he's the star of the festival that year. He would be the star any year, really. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, his chair's giving this talk. It's going really, really well. Um, uh, everyone is super into it. The audience, the ushers, um, everyone um, except Stephen who remains deadpan throughout. Okay. Um, qu- pretty unforthcoming bloke, all considered. Hard to read. But his chair's giving a talk about the elasticity of time, saying, and forgive my impression, far from... No. That's no. One. Far from experiencing time as a linear phenomenon. So Keep it.
1: We'll I th- th- commit, th- commit to it.
0: I, s- it. I think Stephen's, like, as a bit of a power play, changed his chair <coughs> setting to, like, Russian or... Sure. <laughs> yeah. Instead, we pass through time. <laughs> I sound like Chris Eubank.
1: <laughs> I would, I would, I would watch Chris Eubank's um, talk on uh, uh, theoretical. Oh, I
0: sound like Greg Davies' impression
1: of Chris Eubank. That is potentially one of the funniest moments in comedy I've ever seen. I mean,
0: it's a n- whole new person. It's not really Chris Eubank. It's not really anyone else.
1: Well, me. surprise you today, I've got Stephen Hawking here
0: <laughs> speaking. It's his, it's Stephen Hawking's chair. Instead. Oh, fuck me. We pass through time like a shower of (laughs) confetti. Each flake that lands on our skin is a memory, a ghost, a weak pulse from the beyond, half felt, half imagined, (laughs) like a butterfly's burp. That's the the last we'll hear from him, I promise. Um, At this, uh, Stephen in his chair got a big standing ovation, which was funny but but cruel. Um, But this idea of... uh, So what he was talking about, this... Idea of time being these fleeting moments really really stuck and uh, I thought it was I should point out I was very 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 drunk um, but D- I thought how, how, so how old
1: would you have been ten years ago? Ash?
0: Uh, I don't really we don't need to go into that. <laughs> um, I was in my early thirties. Um, <laughs> but this uh, it, yeah it really really got to me this idea that everything can be experienced at once and that it w- it was all just like happening simultaneously and um, yeah so it really really struck me so instead of going to um, go to see the other offers with the tickets I had I decided I'll just tear up the tickets and instead of doing that I was going to just charge through because we're intense I should have said that at the sounds beginning. very intense we <laughs> 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 it's going to get more intense um we're, we're, they're in all of these tents right yeah. and all of the for the purposes of this story all of the talks are going on at the same time um <laughs> that's what they do at hey <laughs> yeah yeah they famously they put all the big people on at the same one they're same all on the so same stage as well trying one. to now they're
1: all talking over each other aren't they all on the same stage yeah,
0: fighting over <laughs> mic no i need them to be in different tents otherwise this story <laughs> won't work um so i decided to just run through all the tents which are conveniently in a line okay so i just set off i run straight past um uh stephen hawking i'm just going to go peg through every single tent and get sort of snapshots of everything everyone's saying like a kind of audible mosaic um so first when i go through swish the curtains part and i i skid across the stage and ian rankin's there reading the climax of his latest he goes the big gun made a loud bang <laughs> so it's a classic Rankin classic one-liner Rankin. um but that's all i hear because just i keep I don't stop running at okay. all. I burst through into the next tent where um, Carol Ann Duffy's doing one of her humorous poems. And she says, Mrs. Dickens rolled her eyes, wrote all Charles's novels and still had time to make dinner for their 18 kids. Meanwhile, her husband rolled around on the floor of his study, masturbating and farting. He was, after all, just a man. Then the audience all sort of like chortled wryly. Um, I didn't really get it. But um, anyway, I kept going. Bang, swish, into the next tent. And um, David Mitchell's there um, doing a and a And someone's just asked him uh, what he's working on next. He <laughs> goes, oh, oh, gosh, crikey, crumbs. Well, I hope this makes sense because it's very uh, crikey, uh, ephemeral, golly. But it's um, sort of high on concept and um, cripes,
1: low on imagination. Um, is is not it really lucky you ran through all the tents to the people you can do impressions of?
0: Um, I think it's debatable whether I can. <laughs> That's definitely not how Ann Duffy talks. <laughs> that is a spot on David Mitchell though. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um you know I mean Cloud Atlas, David Mitchell. Yeah, not um, You weren't saying I was doing a spot not on Peter. No, no, good, okay, good. Um anyway, I, I finally I run out of puff, basically, and I I skim over the last bit of tent, okay. um, go completely arse over tit and land in a big pile of books where Hilary Mantel is signing her latest uh, horrible history. Um, What the fuck, she says. (laughs) And um, I'm completely out of it, just kind of blissed out, really, out of this amazing literary uh, mosaic I've just created. Uh, So I can't say anything, but Ian Rankin's caught up, and he says, the fat boy did a long run. And everyone's like, oh, for God's sake, Ian, do you ever turn it off? Not everything you say has to be literature. Uh, And then I got thrown out.
1: Wow! Yeah. Did you um? Good. I, I think I was
0: appropriately breathless throughout that.
1: Have you um? Have you ever been back
0: after that? No, never been back. You I allowed be, I back. I would never be able to top the kind of literature I managed to experience that time.
1: Okay, so you've really just you've really just attacked a lot of very well loved authors there.
0: I celebrated them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, any of any of them big? Like, have I have a have I no. slighted you? No. I didn't I, think, I think I was picking any of your big ones. I didn't want to do that.
1: Is Hillary Mantel a woman?
0: Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know there are male Hilarys. Not like, not yeah. like, not
1: like, not like Hillary and Tenzing.
0: Yeah. Are you being serious, or are you, are you trying to like suggest that she's a bit mannish?
1: <laughs> I'm. I'm th- I think this is. This, I think it's another David Foster Wallace moment.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. No. She's. She's a woman. Okay, that's good yeah, to know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, to all appearances, and I've never heard her <laughs> say otherwise, but yeah, yeah, she's a woman. Okay, so I've talked for ages, um, and you know how I love to hear your uh, voice. You're
1: going to make me read something, aren't I you?
0: I am going to make you read something. So, um, oh no, wrong page. Instead of doing a Shakespeare, because I didn't do a Shakespeare last week, um, I thought I would, and then I also think maybe the uh, changing words thing has run its course. Okay. Maybe for maybe we'll resurrect it in a bit, but yeah, I thought maybe.
1: Okay, I'm a little nervous now because I was I was just starting to get get into familiar territory please with that don't stuff.
0: tell me've you've, you've uh, like researched a load of Shakespeare readings and
1: I've memorized ab- about half the sonnets in preparation for something you were gonna at me so well
0: you're on the right lines because it's a poetry reading okay do you say poetry or poetry uh,
1: poetry because poetry. you know I'm a normal person I was
0: gonna say do you say do you would you say you don't say poetry because you're not a prick
1: I just think that anybody who says poetry is doing it for attention
0: yeah would you be willing to say like on air I don't say poetry because I'm not a prick
1: well you've just said it for me
0: but no, but would you? Because I feel like we need to be a united front on this. Sure. Yeah. Let's go. sign off say on that it. one. <laughs> Do it. Say it. <laughs> forgotten what you wanted me to say. I don't say poetry because I'm not a prick.
1: Okay. That was a nice clean rip. Anyone can use that for whatever they want.
0: Oh, fine. I'll just... Um, I've got my fancy new mixer. I can just change it into your voice. <laughs> like I did with... Uh, I should have... That. You know what? I should have read the Stephen Hawking stuff straight and then affected it in post. Sod.
1: You've committed to it now.
0: Oh, well. Um. That was awful, wasn't it? That impression. That was so bad. Um. Okay. Uh, so, yes, it's a poetry reading. It's um, W.H. Auden. It's a, a sestina. Do you know what a sestina is? No. Six stanzas of six lines, okay. followed by what's called an envoy of three lines right at the end. The six stanzas all end with a certain word. Sorry. The, li- the six lines in each stanza end with a certain word. Those lines repeat in the following stanzas in a different order. And in the envoy, there's two oh per God, line. God, I think I hate it. It's a bit. It's a bit. That makes it sound a bit massy and dull. But you, you don't have to focus on that. The point okay. is, certain words repeat, and that is the only reason I've changed it. It's called <coughs> paysage
1: moralisé. Of course, it is.
0: Um, so, oh, that will be a horrible noise. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, there you go. You can have a quick look at it now. And whilst you're looking at it, I'll just say, for the benefit of the listeners, the six words in paysage moralisé that repeat are valleys, mountains, water islands cities and sorrow but instead of this just being a normal reading Adam <laughs> what I'd like you to do is whenever you hear whenever you read the word valleys this is a bit like a drinking game. again it's a bit Halloweeny okay um, in whenever you read the word valleys I'd like you to change your vo- accent okay you, have you got accents can you do accents like I'll do can I'll you do I'll them as well as I can. <laughs>
1: Debatable, <laughs> yeah. but we'll um we'll s- we'll see how it goes. I'll do something.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to because like I said if you don't do accents like like I don't and shouldn't. Have, <laughs> um, if you don't do accents, you can just change your voice and you know, go a bit higher, go a bit lower, go okay. a bit you know, um, burp the next stanza or whatever. <sighs> um, whenever you say mountains, this is an easy one. I just want you to follow it by saying sh- mountains. Okay. Uh, whenever you say water, take a drink.
1: Okay. Um, I've got some
0: cold coffee here. Yeah, okay. Uh, whenever you say islands, you, you know the film Castaway? Yeah. Whenever you say the word islands, I just want you to shout, Wilson! Wilson! Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, when you say cities, okay, this one takes a bit of explaining. Have you have, have you seen Apocalypse Now? Yes. So you know when Michael... is it, Who's Charlie Sheen's dad? Michael Sheen? That's the Welsh one. Michael Sheen. Ma- um, um, uh,
1: he was in Matthew the West Wing. Matthew
0: Sheen. It's a, I'm sure it's an M. Um, oh cares. it doesn't matter you know know who we're talking about Martin Sheen Martin Sheen there we go he opens the window right at the start of the film and he just goes Zygon shit (laughs) and I always thought that was hilarious and I've for all my life I've done that whatever city I wake up in which is usually the same one to be honest but I, I quite like to open the curtains and go Bradford
1: Shit. Are you going to impose this humour on everyone who's listening? As I well? am,
0: yeah, because it's that funny. So um, you've got a list of... One of them is Bradford, actually, yeah. Um, you've got a list of cities. Every time you say the word cities, you read out this list of cities that I've got for you and then say, Shit. Okay. Let's as, have a l- as long as you can. Sorry, last one is sorrow. And whenever you say the word sorrow, I just want you to, um, it really easy, emit a sound of despair.
1: Okay. Are we going to be, in, in keeping with the theme, do you want me to do the same sound of despair every time?
0: No, no, do whatever you want. You can be a whimper one time and a yowl the next or a sob. Um, uh, (laughs) Yeah, whatever you like. Do you want to take a bit quick break and have a fresh cup of coffee?
1: How many drinking games have you ever played? (laughs) 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 Only really boring ones (laughs) (laughs) that involve Ordon somehow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not playing Ring of Fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
0: Do you want a fresh cup of coffee? Okay, one sec. Okay, so you've got a fresh cup of coffee.
1: I've got a, b- a boiling hot cup of coffee for yeah. so every time I need to drink.
0: I must say, I didn't think um, mm. you were. Uh, do you want me to shout out what you have to do?
1: Sure, because I'm I'm I'm, j- I'm, I'm I'm juggling book and rules.
0: B- Sorry, I've, I've, div- I've just done this all wrong for you. I did think you would have a beer and you'd at least enjoy <laughs> taking a drink. You've got orange juice as a backup if it's you don't yeah, you know <laughs> I'll, wa-
1: I'll wash it down in a disgusting swill. So
0: shall I just, whenever you get to a word, I'll say like Jane Jackson. Sure. If you remember that it's Mountain Shmountains and Island's Wilson.
1: I think I, c- I can remember those. Okay, and I tell you what. reading through this now.
0: Shall I say the city name? And then you just have to say. Shit. Sh- yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Whenever you're ready. This is Adam Barkley reading Pissage Moralise.
1: Hearing of harvests rotting in the valleys. Change accent. Seeing at end of street the barren mountain shmountains round corners coming suddenly on water. Take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, that's really hot. Ah. <laughs> Knowing them shipwrecked to a launch for islands. Wilson, We honor founders of those starving cities.
0: Birmingham.
1: Shit. Whose honor is the image of our sorrow, <laughs> which cannot see its likeness in their sorrow, <laughs> that brought them desperate to the brink of valleys dreaming of evening walks through learned cities
0: uh manchester
1: shit they reined their violent horses on the mountains shmountains those fields like ships to cast away on islands well son visions of green to them who craved for water <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's really fucking hot. This is actually a bit like torture. I'm not even comfortable that I'm actually making you do this. But (laughs) carry on. Happy
1: fucking Halloween. (laughs) They built by rivers and at night the water running past windows comforted their sorrow. (laughs) Each in his little bed conceived of islands. Wilson! Where every day was dancing in the valleys. And all the green trees blossomed on the mountain- <laughs> sh- mountains <laughs> where love was innocent being far from cities. Uh, Bradford. Shit.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm totally letting you down here. You're better at accents than I am as well.
1: But dawn came back and they were still in cities. Five. Shit. No marvellous creature rose up from the water. I'm just going to drink orange juice this time. Yeah, I've I really fucked my tongue. Oh. There was still gold and silver in the mountains, sh- mountains, but hunger was a more immediate sorrow. <laughs> Although to moping villages and valleys, some wavering pilgrims were describing islands. Well, son! The gods they promised visit us from islands. Well, son! Are stalking head up lovely through our cities. Vegas. She. Now is the time to leave your wretched valleys. I'm going to stop the fucking accent. Yeah, fine. And sail with them across the lime green water. I'm going to stop drinking as well. It's all falling apart. Fair enough. Sitting at their white sides, forget your sorrow. <laughs> that was real. The shadow cast across your life by mountain mountains. So many doubtful perished in the mountain mountains, climbing up crags to get a view of islands. Well, son, so many fearful took them with their sorrow. <laughs> I really want this to be over. Which stayed them when they reached the unhappy cities.
0: Wimbledon. (laughs) It's not a city. Wimbledon's not a city. Wimbledon is not a city. But you could still open your curtains and and look at Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Look on Wimbledon and and say, say,
1: shit. So many careless, divided, and drowned in water. So many wretched would not leave their valleys. It is our sorrow. Shall it melt then, water? Sorrow. So fuck sake. fuck's Stop. sake would have been fine. <laughs> Shall it melt, then water would gush, flush, green these mountains sh- mountains and these <laughs> valleys and we, we rebuild our cities. Ilfracombe. <laughs> Shit. Not dream of islands. Wilson.
0: Well done man. That was a lot uh, more grueling than I uh, anticipated. I bet it was a lot it? more
1: grueling for anyone who has to listen to that. <laughs> Are you happy?
0: Yeah, I am. It was it was very funny to watch. I think maybe that was video content more than audio.
1: <laughs> good uh, thing good thing we're doing a podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was my bad. Um, th- the funny thing is the, the the one that was probably funniest to hear especially when it was like two in a row was Mountain mountains mountains. I quite like yeah. that one. All of my faffing around was probably <laughs> just got in the way really.
1: There was some um b- I'm 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 going to call a 60% hit rate. Yeah. There. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe we can rejig it in the edit. But actually, I think there's something quite—it's like something the fall might release, just just without any backing music whatsoever. Well, I'm
1: I'm I'm really glad you have put your switch away as well. That was really <laughs> <laughs> that was quite. Yes, yeah, I shit! Had you turned
0: all the way right down? <laughs> okay, um, do you want to hear a quick joke? I'm sure um, you're not going to like it. <laughs> okay. Adam, how many Japanese fishermen oh, does it take so. to change a light bulb? Just looking for a number. One. That's right, just one but you'll need a load more to slaughter the 40 panicked baby narwhals (laughs) to make a lampshade out of their dried blood. (laughs) And then one more to just bin the rest. (laughs) So um, if you do need a light bulb changing, maybe don't go down that route because it's quite a big (laughs) (laughs) problem. Do you want to preface this with a story, or should we just jump into it? We're, we're going to read something off Let's David um, Williams' website. Should I say that
1: much? Uh, yeah, well, um, his, real name's, his real name's David Williams. Actually. Hang on a second. That's one of these facts. I've, got, I've got a list of facts here.
0: You've got a list of facts from his website. I am going to... We're not going to talk about his his character too much. We're just going to have you read some facts off his website. And I might just put in some nice sort of ambient music in the background sure. in the edit. But you just read it in your own.
1: So this is... um. WorldofDavidWalliams.com. David Walliams, ten fun facts. Number one, David swam 140 miles down the River Thames to raise money for Sports Relief. Ooh. During his Thames swim, David rescued a Labrador dog that had fallen into the river. Did he? His career in showbiz began when he was 24 years old and wrote the Anton Deck show. <laughs>
0: That's.
1: David's literary idol is Roald Dahl. Yeah. Good he, um, he's um he 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 he's uh, he's invented the moniker for himself as um, the modern day Roald Dahl. Yeah. His role model is the fourth doctor in the Doctor Who series. That's
0: childish and pathetic.
1: In 2010, David Walliams cycled from one end of Great Britain to another for Sport Relief. One of his favourite chocolates is Maltesers. I'm going to come back to this one.
0: Yeah. I
1: his real name is David Williams. It's very important. I didn't know that. He was a Navy cadet in school because he liked the uniform. Yeah, I bet he did. David's sister used to dress him up in girls' clothes when he was little.
0: It's all coming together. Does he have, like, um, lampshades
1: made of skin as well? <laughs> what do you know about him and his sister?
0: Uh, oh, God, I've blacked it out. I think you told me. <laughs> I think I, I told, I told you this story. Tell me again.
1: The, um Ind- independent journalists have investigated their relationship. Now, do you
0: mean from the independent or independent journalist with a small I?
1: With a small I. Oh, okay, right. Oh, it's, just, it's just the I now, isn't it? It's not even the independent. I think it's both. Is it both? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, the um, the Maltesers thing is is totally true. Which, just reminds. So uh, I, that, that list there says his his favourite suite is Maltesers. But I think it's more than like a favourite suite. It's like a... Maybe a like a, a, a bio of life. a biofuel of yeah. some sort.
0: It's I'm I'm so, I know you can't say this because oh, you might need a job again. Oh, but it is th- creepy as fuck, isn't it? He,
1: he 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 refuses to sign. If he runs out of more
0: Yeah, that's so well done.
1: That was exactly what you know. They he
0: had a big bowl of wine gums wherever he went, and not a cigarette. And a you know they um they
1: made a they made a beer, out of the um out of the yeast that was growing on his writing chair.
0: You're kidding? No. The yeast that was grown, I assumedly by, by mistake.
1: Well, I mean, it was the um, the, the sort of the the seat yeah. of his chair was stripped off, and fermented into a beer.
0: What was it called? Dahl's ass.
1: Something like that. I'm assuming.
0: Yeah. So I mean, his ass must have had a, a job in that, really.
1: Well, that's a kind of. There
0: must have been a bit of ass culture and a bit of chair <laughs> shared. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, no. Williams will. If, if if it looks like his bowl is running low, mm. got to got to arrive with a top up of Maltesers.
0: That is so pathetic and creepy. It
1: was um. You know, we
0: were just saying that, like, off someone like Michael Rosen, who gets stick for sounding or looking creepy, like he is in character because his audience are our children. Our children. But I he's assumed, a lovely, like, lovely man. Yeah, you've said like he he goes off stage and he's an adult. He doesn't behave in that weird. Michael Jackson, Jackson, <laughs> Jackson, Michael Jackson-ish Sean? way, <laughs> short of Michael Jackson-ish <laughs> way, why didn't I use my Sean Connery action, because it's shit as well, that's <laughs> why, um, yeah, that is a real Max- Michael Jackson r- move, what was like, the, the, the Maltesers, th- it's th- like sort the of the th-
1: cotton candy machines, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: Yeah, that's my, um. I think I think that's my David Williams rant, I mean, he was a, terrifying man, terrifying, well, not even terrifying, he didn't
0: actually say the sister story.
1: I don't think I want to. No, I think I think I've I, I've I've said enough. I've given enough contextual clues. To Be-
0: people can find
1: it. I people guess, can, can find it. Just I've um,
0: kind of forgot. I, kn- I know what ballpark it's in, but I've forgotten the details. Yeah, that I don't was, need uh, to
1: know. But no, he's um the the number one. I think he's the number one best-selling children's author in the world now.
0: I think I've said this before, but as quoted in the many suicide notes of other authors.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Adam, yes. I have been researching ways to make this po- uh, this podcast super popular. Okay. I, I want I want us to go really really big. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm I would say not in a bad way, but I am um, desperate.
1: Well, I notice you've gone ahead and made merchandise as well. Tons of it. It's just boxes as far as the eye can see in this room. To
0: be honest, if I don't shift some of that, I am ruined. Okay. Completely. So we need to make this podcast. Um, as popular as possible. So I've been researching ways in which podcasts are popular. And the one thing that seems to be really uh, getting people listening is true crime. Do you listen to any true crime? I do, yeah, but we're
1: we're, we're a literary podcast. Is it not going to seem a bit disingenuous if we just go on off a true crime tangent?
0: It's just an extra little morsel, you know. And, um, you know, if it happens to be... It's like, you know, The Simpsons started as a little uh, thing in um, a sketch show.
1: We are clearly the Simpsons of podcasts. Well,
0: no, this... Is the little bit of Simpsons in <laughs> our forgotten <laughs> <laughs> comedy show? <laughs> okay, yeah. so um, this um,
1: this 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 nugget, what what have you got?
0: So, uh, well, I, I might um, I'll just jump into it, shall I? Um, I interrupt this episode. Uh, I need to change my performance st- uh, pr- presentation style a little bit uh, to get on board. But I'm okay. gonna, I I I've been interrupt. doing a lot of um, research, and I'm gonna have to ask you to read a transcript. Um, this is a real case I've been in. Okay, okay, enough of this thing. I interrupt this episode of Ear Read This to bring you Ariel, One story told over a pointlessly long series of episodes. My name's Ash Caton. I might actually play some sort of music behind this to make it sound really legit. My name's Ash Caton, and over the past day or two, I've been investigating a local crime case. And now I'm basically a detective, but better. Because detectives can't podcast. Can't, I should say, or won't. This notorious case rocked Stockbridge, a small precinct in Edinburgh, well known for its uniquely white sense of community. (laughs) On the streets of Stockbridge, I often heard people say that the only foreigners here are the ones making us paella in the food market. (laughs) Kept safely away by those massive pans. The case I'm going to talk about is almost as infamous as the 2008 oh. wave of axe murders known as Beheadinburgh. <laughs> Here's what you already know. The bit the media will tell you. In 2016, a bright, handsome university graduate was jailed for murdering his girlfriend. His name was Macbeth Macrippen. <laughs>
1: but did he do it? <laughs> but did you did Did you get a Scottish name generated?
0: Yeah. (laughs) But did he do it? The evidence, his confession, the witnesses and the jury say yes. (laughs) But I'm not so easily convinced. (laughs) What you're about to hear is a transcript of my first conversation with Macbeth when I phoned him (laughs) at the Stockbridge Maximum Security Prison (laughs) called Lockbridge and throw away the key. (laughs) <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I quit the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I need you to read, I obviously oh. made a transcript of what I said to Macbeth, so um, okay. we're going to read the
1: transcript now. Okay, let me just get into character.
0: Okay. okay. Hi Macbeth, it's great to uh, talk to you at last. I think one really blunt question right off the bat
1: is, did you do it? No, not really. My memory of that night is full of blanks, but I doubt I'd murder anyone. I mean, I'm really charming. Yeah, I noticed that. You are really, really charming. Have you always been this charming? Yes, I've always possessed what you might call a dangerously intoxicating charm.
0: But if I might say so, Macbeth,
1: being charming isn't the same thing as being guilty. Well, that was the defence we used. (laughs) I should say I'm also very used to getting my own way. I don't think I could hack not getting my own way.
0: Oh, although um, hack might not be the best choice of word.
1: No, because I strangled her. What? I didn't say anything.
0: My interview with Macbeth (laughs) left me with more questions than answers. Why did I not believe the story the police were putting out? Was it because the pieces just didn't fit? Was it because I was becoming very attracted to Macbeth and his big strangly arms? (laughs) Or was it my desperate vampiric need for content? (laughs) Find out next time on Ariel. I think that's about it for this week. Um, this week's
1: spooky podcast.
0: It was, was spooky, wasn't it? It was very quite a spooky. lot of creepy stuff in that.
1: Some stranglings. Yeah, your feet. A really painful poem read.
0: <laughs> a really painful poem reading. A, quite a painful "Hey on Why" story, I think.
1: Potentially the most painful one I've ever heard.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's saying something.
1: <laughs> I've heard a lot of really painful literary stories. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so we'll be back. Next week we are going to. So I said at the top that we're going to change the way we do this a little bit. So this bit that we're now calling, sorry, I've got the burps. We've got uh, this bit. (laughs) (laughs) This bit that we're now calling foul papers. We're um, we're going to just keep doing this. Just just a whole lot of just a whole lot of fluff Uh, and a a chat. An audible mosaic, as I said in my hair. Beautiful. Yeah, Um, and I will keep doing my um, Shakespeare bits. There is still *Love's Labour's Lost* um, on its way. That will be. That will have a. uh, the tag, Ear Read This Classical or Classics sure. or something like that. Um, we're going to do one where we talk about a modern book together. Yeah. Um, and that will have its own tag. I don't know what we're going to call them. No, we'll Prob- probably something as obvious as Ear Read This Modern. Contemporary, z- whatever. I don't know, what would you say, modern? Or mo- uh, okay. Um And then we're also going to do uh, um, an anti-recommendation podcast. An, an, an
1: irresponsible hatchet job, if you will.
0: But pretty much, yeah. Ear um, Don't Read This. Yeah. Um, so there's all that to look forward to. It will be back to weekly, but it'll just cycle through those those four types for now. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Well, yes. have a good Halloween. Yesterday, and um,
1: it's goodbye from goodbye from me.
0: And it's goodbye from all the characters that I'm not going to do the voices for, and side off.
1: And it's goodbye from Edgar Allan <laughs> Postman Pat. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> To Ear Read This. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter under Ear Read This. You can send us an email for any feedback at at gmail.com. And if you could leave us a rating and a review on iTunes, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you very much and happy reading.